I could do was move from my elbows, basically, yeah. and not, not sort of um, anything higher than that. So in hindsight, yes, I probably would have changed into a bit more of a cocktail party dress, which also would have been great because it was a bit warm once we're on the dance floor. Welcome to the You and Me podcast. Today on the pod, we have the gorgeous Georgie McDonald, who we were just chatting to offline about how her wedding was actually two years ago. Um, and it just seems like not even a day has passed to us online that this happened. It's amazing how quickly time flies. So, Georgie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you both for having me. Very exciting. It's exciting to chat. I don't know. So we, we interview a lot of couples that have had their weddings quite a way ago. It's it's amazing, you know, the last two years we haven't been able to do many, you know, many real time got married last week interviews. So maybe it's kind of nice to reminisce on it all. I think it definitely is. Yesterday, you know, I was just kind of going through it all a little bit in prep for today and just it was really nice to reflect on it I think you know as you said it was two years ago which feels like yesterday but god it feels like a long time ago too Crazy. especially given COVID and yeah nothing's happened in between November 2019 and now which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie tell us tell us a little bit about yourself who you are where you're from. So yeah, I'm Georgie, born and bred in Melbourne. Um, I am a fashion buyer. I work for De Cuba. Um, I'm married to my wonderful husband, Cam. Um, he is a big cyclist and he owns a bike shop in Melbourne. So he is one of the lucky people who just get to live out their passion um, every day, which gives me a lot of envy. And um, mm. we have a little sausage dog, Ricky, who is here beside me. So if he pipes <gasps> up at any point in time, um, I do apologise. <laughs> he is, you know, an only child and he's very spoiled. Um, we actually named him Ricky after our wedding venue. So he's a daily reminder in a somewhat aggressive way of our fabulous wedding day. So, um, yeah, he's good fun. <laughs> oh, and how old Ricky is? Ricky a puppy? Yeah, he's one and a half. We um, oh, we actually got him at the start of COVID when we were meant to go on our honeymoon, which got cancelled. So we decided, well, stuff it. We can't travel. Let's get a dog. And yeah, um, yeah thank God we did. It's just been the biggest lifesaver through lockdown to actually get me out of bed every day. So yes, oh, absolutely divine. And it takes away that um, it, yeah, it gives you something else to think about, which I think is nice. Dogs are good like that. Pets are good like that. Yes. I think too for Cam and I, and this is, you know, it's probably the perfect space to talk about it. Like we, you know, we've been together now for eight years and I think it was really nice to throw something else into the mix. Like we've cruised mm. along since day one and having that extra responsibility kind of, yeah, it added a new challenge for us, which was yeah. really in a really good way. Oh, adult, adult behavior, Georgie. That's what it is when you get a dog, isn't it? You're suddenly like, right, I'm, I'm responsible for like a little life now, you know, like not just my own. It can, it's a fairy life. It's still one. Yes. You know, one step towards having kids. So um, I think we'll be right when that time finally comes. Yeah, you've got this in the bag. Now tell us how you just mentioned that you and Cam had been together for, well, you've been together for eight years now. How did you guys, how did you guys meet? 
so we met it's quite a funny story so it was about 10 years ago and I was with my boyfriend from high school at the time and it was his birthday coming up so his older brother was a friend of Cam's um and so he and um Adam from school so he was being gifted a bike for his birthday so his older brother said go and pay my friend Cam a visit he's got a bike shop he'll help you out to find a present um and yeah I just remember walking into the store and felt totally out of my comfort zone with lots of wandering eyes from about five boys in there and um yeah he just had this he's got this smile that is just so divine and it's yeah it's one that you just don't forget so um months later obviously when my boyfriend and I had broken up um Cam was on Tinder and we matched and yeah, we were on from day one. Did you did you um remember each other? Did you remember yes, each other yeah. from the bike store? So you knew when you were um what is it? Swipe swiping left, swiping right. I don't know. Whatever. What is, is it? it? What is whatever. it? Whatever. Swiping swiping <laughs> right. I think it's I think it's swiping right. Correct me. So when you were both swiping right, were you like, oh my God, that's the guy from the bike store? Yeah, you straight away. And he's got a really distinctive look too, Cam. He's part Chinese and he's but and quite dark featured. So he's just yeah, and that smile, as I said. So I went. And, mm. and what was the um opening line on Tinder? Did you both like uh, put it straight up that you'd remembered each other from the bike store, or did you just? So that was it? exactly it. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> "I remember you." <laughs> How funny is that? So <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> "You obviously left he, an impression." He, yeah. If he was to answer, I think he said, and this popped up at the wedding, I think it was, it's not every day a pretty blonde girl walks into your bike store or something like that. So I think it was special for him as well. (laughs) How good is that? That's cool. So when looking through your Instagram, there are so many action adventure shots. It Mm. seems like you and Cam consistently travel and... Uh, you know, having him own a bike store, I'm sure that you, you know, you're going out and about a lot. How, I'm sure this proposal was amazing. So please tell us, how did he propose? I could imagine something amazing. It was pretty amazing. Um, I do feel bad for, for, or not feel bad, but a couple of girlfriends that have had quite low key um, engagements that have prefaced it by saying, oh, it was nothing compared to what Cam managed to pull off. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we were traveling through Europe as we love to do. And we had a, um, a couple of good friends who were both getting married. So one in Greece and one in Marrakesh, and they were separated by three months. So July and September. Um, so I had just finished up with a, um, role working for Maya and I'd sort of just decided that it was perfect time to, um, travel that full three months. And Cam had done a lot of traveling before meeting me and living overseas. And it was probably just something I would, I I really wanted to do. So, um, we went over together initially and he returned back, um, to Melbourne for work for the sort of two months in between and planned to come back for the wedding in Marrakesh. Um, So I was, you know, swanning around Europe with friends and family and had some solo time. And I did a surfing and yoga retreat in Portugal. And I had this dreamy instructor. His name was Fabio. You can probably hear the smile. <laughs> of course. I when you're saying that, I'm thinking of that movie, is it Couples Retreat, where they have that yoga teacher and he's like grinding on all the wives? <laughs> yeah, yes, was that what it was it like? 
Oh, I just remember telling Cam, I was like, this guy's just divine. And he, um, yeah, I think he knew he needed to get back over pretty quickly. So (laughs) I flew from Portugal. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I flew from Portugal to Berlin. Portugal to Prague and um, Cam was in the airport there waiting for me on one knee with the sign that said, will you marry me? Oh my gosh. It was a big surprise. I wasn't meant to meet him in uh, for another few weeks. So um, yeah, it was pretty special. So how did he get the background of uh, like what time your flight was getting in and where, where you would be? How did he manage to pull that off logistically? (laughs) so I um and as we get into you know talking about planning the wedding I'm definitely an OCD kind of gal so I had everything booked it wasn't very much a spontaneous sort of trip or at least I had out my big flights booked here and there so Mm -hmm. he knew on that day I was flying Portugal to Prague and so he arrived at the airport um I think it was sort of about four to five hours earlier. So, but that was from Melbourne. So he sort of did Melbourne, um, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, Berlin, which was the original flight that he pulled forward and then Berlin to Prague. So it was um, a big effort. He was exhausted and the nervousness, you know, then to propose at the end of it all, I think, yeah, he just fell in a heap after and was like, I can't believe I pulled this off. <laughs> no, not at all. That's crazy. Really special. And then so you got to go to this next wedding, engaged. There would have been so many of, you know, friends and, and you said family was over there to celebrate with. How? What did you do? Did you keep a lid on the proposal for a little bit or how did you go about that? We did keep a lid on it. We had a couple of weeks and I just loved that info. Like I just loved that the news was just with us for a little bit. Um, We called, you know, our immediate families and parents and told them straight away. And then over the next sort of week or two, we just slowly took our time in calling and FaceTiming friends. And I am so thankful that we did that. I think obviously with today's social media news spreads so quickly and then once it does, once, you know, it is out there, there's no coming back from it. So we kind of, yeah, took our time in sharing it with everyone and then having the chance to see their reactions, you know, independently was really special as well. So I'm really glad we did that. Um, highly recommend to anyone who gets engaged overseas (laughs) yeah because it's almost like it's almost like an engagement moon isn't it like you've got it's you don't just go to work on Monday you've got this amazing trip that you still get to go on and it's like this never-ending high yeah and you just it's such a special time and I think um you know when I see friends get engaged it just brings back this feeling like you know yeah, it's really hard to describe. I just loved it. It was the best. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's another feeling as that engagement. Like it is a really it's a really cool space to be in if, you know, if well if you're lucky enough to find that person and and have that moment. It's yeah, you, you, like you said you don't go back from it. it's really special. Because you were in overseas and like it's hard to top and I think some people forget you know they do these amazing proposals and then it's like hey you got to follow this up with a wedding so how (laughs) did you how did you guys go about you know going from these incredible spaces within the world to choosing 
your venue for your wedding? What was the process? So we, um, yeah, we sort of started talking about it while we were still away and um, we basically decided that, you know, having been at a wedding in Greece and going to a wedding in Marrakesh that, you know, the sky was the limit. (laughs) Yeah. So we sort of, um, yeah, for us, we landed on Noosa, I guess, it was, it's a really special place that I've been going to for, you know, every Christmas holiday with my family since I was tiny. Um, so we sort of felt like based on being where we were at the time that that felt like it, it wasn't too much to ask of our guests, I suppose. So, yeah, we sort of did the destination wedding, but only, you know, a couple of hours flight from home, not, not overseas. So, yeah, so we landed on Noosa Um and it's definitely somewhere too that since Cam and I have been together that we've loved travelling to. Mm. Um, you know, we've dabbled in a few Noosa triathlons and we did one the week before the wedding, which I... Oh, my God. It was, it was a bit... <laughs> it's probably a bit excessive in hindsight, six days before your wedding. But I <laughs> had to really cover myself in... Um, I think I had the SBF 50 that I just kept reapplying throughout to make sure there were no nasty tan lines that might come through for the wedding day but um oh my gosh don't worry about running like a billion kilometers you've got to make sure you're going to worry about those tan lines I know and I was like I've got an off-the-shoulder dress I can't have like some weird you know sports bra straps or anything so yeah not pretty so yeah so we chose an USA um And we just wanted to show it off to all of our friends and family and those who hadn't been before. So Beautiful. Yeah, and it is. It's a special place, Noosa. Um, You know, it is like a a spot in Queensland that just, well, in Australia, I think that once you go there, it's one of those places that you repeatedly go back to. And, you know, for you guys now, it's a destination that's always going to hold a really special memory too. Yeah, definitely. And I think even for me, having been there since I was young, it's a great family spot. Like when I, you know, grew up as a child and it will be when we, you know, take our family there one day. So I think, um, yeah, to be able to show it off in its true glory to everyone, some, you know, and most people had been at some that didn't, but have continued going back to, it's mm. also been really nice to see. So yeah, yeah really ticks all good. the boxes. All the boxes. So, but Noosa, you know, it's a it's a beautiful coastal town in Queensland. It's got a very distinct look. So, how did you go about envisaging what you wanted your wedding day to look like? Did you just roll with what Noosa gives you from you know a beautiful surrounding environmental look, or did you want to bring something totally different to the space? So, yeah, we wanted Noosa to do the talking, really. Like mm-hmm. we just wanted um, the simplicity, but it's just so stunning. And so we didn't want to kind of try and add too much more to it, I guess, that could sort of be a distraction. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just chose a summer cocktail theme for the wedding. Um, we wanted it to be sort of a raise at what it goes, look really beautiful, crisp, clean whites and greens and um to avoid dark colors so we went after some peachy apricot tones that we added into our florals which um we thought would just be a nice soft touch of color um and we just yeah we encouraged our guests to wear 
you know, beautiful summer dresses and um, boys in, you know, summer suits or chinos and tailored shorts and, yeah, leave the dinner suits and stilettos back in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and where did you decide to host your wedding? So we chose to have the wedding um, by the beach. Um, so we ended up on the riverside, which was protected sort of from that onshore wind that you can get at that time of year. Um, so that was really beautiful. And then we hired a river cruise boat called Catalina, which is just divine. Highly recommend mm. looking that up. Very Hamptons-esque vibe and great music and food and drinks and that kind of thing. And they just get we, we met with Scott, the owner of Catalina, and he was from Melbourne and he just mm. got it. We just hit it off with him when we first met him. And, um, yeah, so that was what we chose to cruise down the river on Catalina and then end up at Ricky's. So Ricky's offered a a la carte menu for weddings so you can choose four entrees and four mains that your guests then get to select from on the night. Oh, and we amazing. just felt that that was a really beautiful touch that you know isn't offered everywhere you go so yeah it's definitely a proven noosa formula but we just mm. thought we're not going to mess with that <laughs> no no well they do it so well it's like why would you why would you try and fix the unbroken I think and so you are planning this even though you'd been to noosa you know multiple times you're very familiar with the area the location but you're planning this from melbourne correct so how did you do it on a destination basis so we did have a couple of trips booked throughout i think we were there twice or three times so we had a few meetings face to face but most of it was really from melbourne um, yeah, the first thing that we locked in was Ricky's and they're just seasoned wedding experts. They have a list of their suppliers that they recommend. Um, so yeah, as much as we try and consider ourselves locals, it only made sense to follow their recommendations. So yeah, we didn't have to do too much more research on that. Um, so one of the suppliers that they recommended was called Lovebird Weddings and they do both styling and planning. So, yeah, they've got a variety of planning packages that we chose from and we went with their on-the-day service. So they took everything over from us a month prior to the wedding day and then they pulled together all the run sheets. Um, they liaised with the suppliers and did all the timings and that sort of stuff just so we could, you know, enjoy everything over the last few weeks and not have to stress about the little details. So, yeah, we loved it. Um, but we did everything in the lead up to that. Okay. And so when you're planning, you know, it's so great when you get a venue that's got recommended suppliers. I think maybe five years ago, this was kind of a thing, but Instagram was just really kicking off. So I think a lot of people did their own research. But now, and especially after COVID, recommended suppliers on venues lists or from, say, your photographer that you know and love who they can recommend other vendors is really, really important. If you were looking through your vendor list from Ricky's and picking your other vendors, did did you go into it with, okay, we need this person at this budget? Did you stick to who you wanted or your budget, how you wanted your budget to go? How did all that work? So in terms of the suppliers, we've really followed their recommendations. Um, I'd say probably the only one that we chose ourselves was our photographer. 
So we went with Beck Rocky, who is so incredibly Aww, talented. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's been a long-time friend of Cam's. They did school, t- like, year 12 classes together. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so she was probably the one that we sort of bought in ourselves and everyone else we used as, yeah, Ricky's recommendations, which, um, yeah, in terms of budget and things, everyone sort of fit into what we were hoping you know where we would end up so that all worked out really well That's and I good. think as you said having them having worked together I just found made my life so easy you know even my hair and makeup artists they do weddings together most weekends and they just bounced off each other so well and yeah. um yeah having them comfortable with each other in and not just the hair and makeup artists but all the suppliers you know even the DJ knowing the venue and the florist you know all of everyone um and obviously it's a well-versed um thing in Noosa the wedding scene up there so we were very fortunate that we were able to yeah reap the rewards reap the rewards that's it yeah and it also just gives you the moment you know the moment to enjoy it like you mentioned before it's you do you aim to do this once if you're lucky you get to do it once right so you know, some people would say you're lucky you get to it twice, but we aim to do it once. Um, and, you know, you do want to enjoy it. You don't want it to be this unbridled stress that, you know, you kind of get to the end of your wedding day and you're like, oh, thank fuck, that's over. Like, that's not the way that you want to approach it. So it sounds like you had this team in place that allowed you and Cam to really just enjoy the moment. Yeah, definitely. No, I think that was a a big save you know for us I think hearing about you know and listening to some of your beautiful brides that you speak to who you know they're carting in I think it was Crystal who I was listening to who you know they're bringing in water and generators and backup generators and I'm just like I honestly (laughs) the whole thing was enough for us to coordinate which now I feel like was a drop in the ocean compared to what some other brides managed or brides Mm. and grooms managed to pull off so yeah, yeah, I think um, I'm happy with how how we pulled it together. Uh, it's a wild word, totally. <laughs> and do you know what? With with you know young professionals as well, I think it's it can be really different for our generation. I think that 20 years ago, you know, maybe the majority weren't living out of home with you know a career you worked really hard for um, a house a mortgage that you have yourselves so it's a very different ball game now as well so I think that you know having vendors being able to approach it in the same way that their clients are is really important now I do want to just stick on vendors for a moment because you mentioned you did a triathlon six days before firstly can we stop there and just say congratulations on doing it period because I was actually just at my physio today and I get I get really bad shin splints and she's like what's your goal and I'm like I just want to run like I just want to run 10ks again I'm like I used to do it on the daily it was nothing that was my release after work I'm like I just want to run again so tell me You've just done this triathlon. You're obviously, you know, you're not, you're wearing <laughs> sportswear. You've 
mentioned you've got a beautiful dress that you had ordered. This is six days before. Okay, I think this question from me is probably two parts. One, were you scared of falling over? Because I am the klutziest person and I would have been petrified of falling over and like scraping my arms or something. And two, did you end up getting tan lines? How did your dress hunt go? What did your dress look like? Did you make it through? So yes, part one um, was I scared something would happen. Would happen <laughs> deep down a little bit, I yeah. think. And to be honest, the person who was most scared was my mum. My mum was Aww. like, "You absolutely lose a tooth. Something's going to happen, or you're going to come <laughs> off on the bike, or whatever." Totally. And she's like, "I cannot." put out these spot fires the week before the wedding um which yeah in hindsight would I you know would I still do it if I was you know to be getting married again you know if we were to relive it all over would I sign up for the triathlon I'm not sure um it was it was almost more so just the taking a bike up when you're also taking up a wedding dress and it's mm. you know we had two weeks there and luggage and um, you know, lots of like beautiful outfits and it was a lot to, co- to coordinate. But um, thankfully I managed to avoid the tan lines unlike the year prior when I got absolutely cooked. So I did learn from that, which was a win. Good work there. Um, I think my biggest nervousness just on that was around the swim. If anything, I thought I know I can play it more cautious on the bike and running. Yeah. I'm hoping I don't fall over here. But that like you you could get kicked in the mouth and you could lose a tooth in the water or something could go wrong so when I came out of the swim I just thought yep okay all good and I really just cruised along by no means was I trying to set any great times it was more so like I'll let everyone go start their swim and then I'll join in (laughs) once there's a bit of clear water (laughs) Um, and and because you had this incredible off the shoulder you know, sheer voluptuous semi-sleeves that kind of came halfway down. So, yeah, it it was like I people listening to this, if they haven't seen your photos yet, it's going to be like, ladies, like it's a tan line, chill out. But the dress that you had was just this such a – it really highlighted like your decolletage as well. And so, you know, the one place you don't want to get these crisscross lines would be there. Um, how did you go about transporting your beautiful dress up there with your bike and everything? Was the dress dress process nice and smooth? Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was something I was a little bit apprehensive about initially to find a dress. I think working in fashion, I just, I probably put a bit of pressure on myself, um, saying that out loud sounds quite funny, but I just knew that I didn't want to sit around in a bridal store with all my girlfriends and mom and my sister and sip champagne and kind of, you know, have them reel off these compliments. And mm. um, yeah, that for me, I just felt like was a bit cliche and I sort of, I, I, and I know what I like. I think I'm quite decisive. I know what suits my body shape. I've got broad shoulders. So generally speaking off the shoulder suits me quite well Um so I just kind of didn't, I don't want to say I didn't want opinions that then would confuse my train of thought, but I just mm. thought I'm happy to kind of go and make a call on it. So yeah, I made an appointment at One Day Bridal and the team there were just amazing. And they had some um, some beautiful dresses that I did try on that were 
um, off the rack and what I ended up with was yeah based on something similar that they'd previously created and a bit of a yeah amalgamation of some things they had in the studio so a bit of yeah a they totally tweet. captured yeah captured everything I was looking for and it was yeah it was a dream to wear I still get messages about it now people on Instagram they're like would you sell your dress oh, yeah it's <laughs> incredible it? yeah it's incredible isn't it and I, you know it's you've got to be able to wear the dress with confidence as well and and that's the biggest thing and it's it's good because I think a lot of people underestimate the make or break experience when shopping for a wedding dress I mean god we've heard some disaster stories when they're shopping for a dress they you know they're not made to feel comfortable or confident or they order one thing it comes back as another thing so it I think people actually underestimate the importance of having a good experience as good an experience as you can have um wedding dress shopping and so you know to be able to to do that and working in the industry that you're in yeah I did wonder did you feel the pressure a lot of a lot of the other brides that we've spoken to that have worked in fashion have said the same thing to you oh look you know at the back of my mind there was definitely something um that I was like oh do I need to but you know you know yourself and your body and your likes and what you feel confident in and you know, it could it could be a custom gown or it could be a borrowed slip. If you wear it with confidence, you know, you're going to, to feel amazing and, and beautiful. And that's the thing. Like I saw, I loved it. The slip dress was really around when I was mm. looking in a big way. And I remember showing it to my mum and, you know, her reaction to it was just a bit underwhelmed, mm. which... I love the simplicity of it and I think it's really elegant and stunning and you know for me and and appropriate for that setting as well but I think I think mum's thoughts on it were you know this is your one chance is is that your dress you know is yeah, that totally it? is that the mm. one so I sort of went okay maybe maybe we can turn it up a little and it's been a popular one I mean I just consistently see you and that photo of um like your back with the billowing sleeves and it just I bet you're being consistently tagged um across all bridal blogs and inspiration instagrams it is a it is a constant tag um I feel terrible for all the brides that have seen me rehash for 18 months of no weddings (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> no, give I think them, that's give probably them part of the reason why. <laughs> oh, my, one it. of my good girlfriends who's engaged, she it ends up on her account so often, and she pretty much screenshots it to me every time. And she's like, "Really? Again? <laughs> You're still so, here?" It's. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, "You're so old now." <laughs> um, I think you know, it's it's really flattering, and um, you know, Bex photography was just phenomenal so I give her all the credit <laughs> <laughs> so Georgie tell us about your wedding day you know Noosa is generally what, what do they say is beautiful one day sunny one day beautiful the next or something it's like something. that yeah, yeah something, something like that it's like, what is it? <laughs> tag. It's like sun, beautiful one oh, I don't know perfect the like next, perfect maybe the it next. Yeah. yeah was it perfect the next how did your wedding day go yeah, it was just magic. Um, it was a standard picturesque sunny day. It was actually um, a little bit overcast and not super humid, which was perfect. Yeah, um, not a bad so, thing. Yeah, and, you know, 
Beck said that's great for photography and all that kind of stuff. So we really did luck out on that front. Um, so, yeah, the day before the wedding, we had a welcome drinks at the surf club in Noosa, which we just thought was the perfect way to get everyone together and start the weekend off on a really relaxed kind of fun note, which I think is Cam and my sort of style. Mm. Um, so we were raring to go come the wedding day. Um, so me and the girls, we got ready at a house in Little Cove. Um, the boys were downing beers in the sun up at Peppers. And yeah, we had our ceremony. It was at 2.45 um, and we arrived in our celebrants combi. So I that was that. really good fun. <laughs> a lack of air conditioning though, which on the way to your wedding ceremony <laughs> isn't ideal. Oh, but no. uh, it looked good. <laughs> it looks good. Um, That's it. Just a yeah, little. It was good for photos. Fluff with the hand. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was really, yeah, the mood, it just felt like there was a really relaxed excitement around. Um, and I think that was quite calming. And I, I, yeah, I think in that moment, everyone was just so content in being there then and there so yeah it was just yeah divine so I think also for us um one of the best things we did was having that welcome drinks it, it really took the pressure off the actual day itself yeah and it really meant that we had done all the hellos and the thanks for coming and oh my god Nusa, we're here here we go that come the wedding day we just kind of got straight into it and it felt like we didn't have to do those kind of that formality of um you know and of course like there were lots of hugs and kisses but it did feel like we had quality time with everyone the night before and then you know throughout the two weeks that we were there so it really took yeah. the pressure off the day um you know and I think you do hear a lot about people who generally feel a bit overwhelmed on their wedding day um, and, you know, say things like take a step back with your husband and take it all in. But, you know, Cam and I did that and we were just like, what are we doing? Get, let's get mm. the hell back in there. Like, yeah, let's just have having the best fun. time. Yep. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. Think, you know, I know it's not always feasible, but to have that function the night before, it just meant that we could kick off the day and, yeah, get straight into it, which we loved. Um, but, yeah, so the ceremony, oh, my gosh, magical blur standing up there it's really surreal um mm. and you know I think having seen you know been to quite a few of our friends weddings I sort of thought in that moment I was like it's our turn and everyone's staring at us this time so yeah it just flew by um and yeah that whole part of it was so surreal but Bet got some great photos from of Cam when he crumbled as I walked down the aisle. So Aww. they're just adorable. <laughs> yeah, they're keepers, aren't um, they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and then we whisked off for photos and our guests cruised down Noosa River on the Catalina. So we did cocktails and canapes there. Um, and then we joined them for the second hour before arriving at Ricky's. Um, and then, yeah, when we turned up at Ricky's for the reception, we arrive, you arrive at their jetty and, you know, the trays of Aperol spritz were waiting in hand. So it was, I think we were just going, this is too good to be true. How, how did we pull this off? I don't even know. Uh, it's amazing. So from a planner's point of view, I need to know this. <laughs> 
Did you have to speedboat it out to get to the Catalina after your photos? How did you get there with your guests? What did you do? What we did was the Catalina picked everyone up from the jetty um, sort of on the riverside of um, Hastings Street Um, and then we whisked away for our photos so while they cruised on down the river so they we booked the boat for two hours we left for the first hour and then the boat came back and picked us up from the same location so we all went off for our pics and then came back and we boarded where where the guests boarded an hour prior Um, but yeah that was such a special moment for us really we um, you know we're walking towards the boat down the jetty and all of our guests lined the side of the boat and they just cheered us on as we made our way on board it kind of felt like an unofficial official bridal entrance I think Um, and yeah Beck just got the perfect shot of it we've seen it sort of replicated a few times which is so nice to see because I Mm. think yeah, it's still my favourite photo and, yeah, the look on everyone's face just of pure joy and happiness and, yeah, it was so perfectly captured. So, so yeah, that moment sound. was was a fave. <laughs> it sounds bloody amazing. I mean, when I saw that photo of you and Cam, uh, you know, your backs with the boat and all the guests on the boat, it just seems incredible and such a different wedding too. Like I haven't seen many people, I don't know about you, Laura, who've had like a kind of wedding on a boat. Have you? No, there's not many. Not many. Because we're from, well, we're in Victoria as well, Georgie, but we don't really have the picturesque Sydney Harbour. Oh, down the um, Yarra. (laughs) (laughs) Past Crown Crown Casino or one of the ones where you got to pedal it yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, but it's seriously, it looks so amazing. But tell us the dirty stuff. Any disasters, any disasters or regrets? Um, I don't think so. No disasters. We were, we did reflect on that, that we were really surprised that nothing went wrong. And I think you do here sort of prepare yourself because something will go wrong. And if you're ready for it, you'll be less kind of disappointed or, you know, trying to worry about it. So in that sense, no, fortunately, but yeah, we did have a really funny moment when, I was about to walk down the aisle and I had my dad and my stepdad walk me down. So I was arm in arm with both of them and my mm. bridesmaids and sister, who was my maid of honour. Um, oh, sorry, no, she wasn't. My best friend Tash was my maid of honour. Anyway, they'd all walked <laughs> down and um, my, yeah, the planner sort of gave us the nod to walk. And yep. just as we sort of started walking this man who'd popped up from the beach with no top on and thongs in hand was totally oblivious to what was about to take place. Just kind of cut us off. And Read completely the room, buddy. The Read the room. Correct. <laughs> so we were kind of appearing from behind a corner and all the guests who were awaiting us to kind of appear just saw this man and yeah every everyone just absolutely cracked up it was yeah (laughs) eruption of laughter and I think for me it just I'm such an emotional being it I was hysterically laughing and it just took all the nerves away so it was great (laughs) took the pressure off completely yeah yeah (laughs) is there anything that you would do the same or anything that you would do differently 
So, I mean, we have spoken about the triathlon, but that doesn't relate to the day. Um, but I think I would do every single thing the same. Um, probably minus one thing, which as much as I totally adored my dress, I would probably have changed into a second outfit post all the formalities. So, yeah, I think for me, in hindsight, off the shoulder, it was quite restrictive with my mm. arm movements. Mm -hmm. So my dance floor action was not great. We mm. had the most pathetic, the most pathetic version of a first dance because I actually just stood there like a wet rag. <laughs> um, <laughs> all I could do was move from my elbows, basically, yeah. and not, not sort of um, anything higher than that. So in hindsight yes I probably would have changed into a bit more of a cocktail party dress which also would have been great because it was a bit warm once we're on the dance floor so mm, that's yeah, actually that would be my tip. only one it's a good bride I don't yeah. think they think with all the you know how you're going to move around and kick off the dance floor in your dress no so you always think about that's the why ceremony people change. and that's yeah. why you have a second dress ah oh, I never knew I think you know I was so in love with my dress and I sort of you know, you'd hear it and I thought it was a, like you guys just said, it was about finding something else. And it was like, oh no, it was actually more so the practicality. It's not that I wasn't happy with my dress. Yeah, it was just exactly. more so like carding around a full length gown. And yeah, mm. I just would have loved to have been able to get my dance on a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Get your groove on. That's it. Yeah. But you know, it's, and it is, it is that thing. It's like, you don't think about it. When you find that dream dress and you're so happy with it, sometimes it just doesn't come up as an issue until it's an issue. But, hey, you know what? You might not have been able to move, but you look damn good. <laughs> so I ended up taking baby. my arms out in the oh, end. did you? I just took my arms out. Yeah, my grandma was like, I was really scared that it was going to fall down. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm doing these ones and my, the, the, the sleeves are just hanging off. Oh, anyway, that's fun. all good. You just got to enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. So, so Georgie, it sounds like it was amazing. And look, dancing into the night in Noosa it just I don't know I feel warm and fuzzy and want to get up there ASAP just listening to it so you know for brides you planned and got married pre-COVID which you know is just this un it's so hard to remember what it was sort of like until we get back into celebrations I think everyone's just like oh that was the twilight zone you know but but you you know had that beautiful experience what do you look at now and, and what's the one thing we always ask this question at the end what's the one thing that you would like to tell couples to you know really think about for their wedding day oh, I think you know it's probably the things that we've touched on already I think the two biggest things in terms of the lead up and the planning with the suppliers who work together so seamlessly um and that just meant that Cam and I could you know really enjoy every minute of the day and the whole planning process wasn't too overwhelming mm. um and then I think yeah second to that I just and like we spoke about before having those welcome drinks doing the greet you know and settling in and all of that stuff the day you know before the day just meant again it took the pressure off completely so I think anything you can do to try and alleviate the wedding pressures 
Mm. Yeah, correct. What is to come on the day so you can really just live it to its fullest. Um, Yeah, I would not hesitate on doing. Oh, my gosh. Well, Georgie, thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure to talk about your wedding. And, you know, it's so nice to see and hear about, you know, somebody doing something different at their wedding as well. You know, having that opportunity to jump on a a boat and cruise down the river is, is pretty special. So, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inspiring us to get up to Noosa because it's been a bloody while. So I bet a lot of people cannot wait to get back there. And yeah, it was a pleasure. So thank you. Amazing. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Andy. Hopefully Anastasia lets us in soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you. So don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining.